13 Nisan, Yudgimel Nisan, Tzadik, His Praise, 243. Great Tzadikim have the power to elevate everyday conversations and even humor and jokes and use them in a way which makes them into a powerful form of divine service. This is evident from some of the stories about the exploits of the Baal Shem Tov and the other great Tzadikim of recent times. The Holy Zohar also seems to allude to this. Thus, we find that Rav Habnuna arranged three sections of light-hearted material. However, the depth of the Rebbe's wisdom and perceptions about everyday conversations was, was quite outstanding, as was evident to anyone who had the privilege of being with him and speaking to him. He was far from being cut off from current topics of conversation. On the contrary, he came to hear all the different things people were talking about, including whatever printed matter was circulating, he was always asking to be told all the news and latest developments in the wor- world at large. He had the power to elevate all this and could make any conversation in the world into a means of serving God on the highest, most awesome, and hidden of levels. Those who had the privilege of being with the Rebbe regularly may not have understood even a fraction of his true purposes. Nevertheless, they could still get a glimpse of the awesome implications of his conversations about worldly affairs and his humor. There were many occasions when the most remarkable teachings seemed to emerge from the very fabric of conversations we had just had with him, or things we had been telling him immediately beforehand. It is impossible to express in writing what it was like to have a conversation with him, or tell him about some everyday topic. Whoever had the privilege of being there witnessed the most awesome and extraordinary things, the like of which had never been seen before. Whole teachings, concepts, and structures of thought were revealed only because of this. And there was far more which was never revealed, because the Rebbe revealed less than a drop in the ocean. Everything about him was cloaked in absolute secrecy and mystery, and his great light is still hidden and concealed from the world, as it will be until the righteous Mashiach comes. Only then will his greatness and splendor be revealed. The Rebbe occupied himself with this form of devotion more and more in the final period of his life. From the time he returned from Lemberg until his death was a period of something over two years. He was seriously ill with consumption. People spoke with him more and more about worldly topics, and the Rebbe was constantly asking for the latest news. He said he did not know how it was possible to live without wisdom. His wisdom, 101. Many times the Rebbe said that no sophistication is needed in serving God. All that is required is simplicity, sincerity, and faith. The Rebbe said that simplicity is the highest possible thing. God is certainly higher than all else, and God is ultimately simple. 102. It is written, He beholds no sin in Jacob, nor sees evil in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the king's trumpet blast is in him. Numbers 23.21 We heard the Rebbe's explanation of this verse, but the main idea was lost. The following, however, was retained. A trumpet blast is a teruah. Teruah literally means breaking, as it is written, you should break them, teruam, with an iron staff. Psalms 2.9. Thus, the original verse can be rendered, the broken pieces, the king is in them. When atheism is smashed, the king is in the broken pieces. The divine king is even in atheism, for his life-giving power permeates the Aleph book. Money. A. 1. When a person is derisive of others, his livelihood diminishes. 2. The words of the sages bring wealth. 3. 
One's wealth does not last if he shows no compassion for others. 4. Whoever withstands a test of his morality merits great wealth in the midst of his enemies. 5 and 6. An occupation is a great thing. God himself cautioned mankind to engage in some form of work. Nevertheless, if one has no choice, he should borrow in order to eat. 7. A farmer who wants to grow wealthy should plow with a lean animal. 8. A person should spend less than what his income allows for food and drink, clothe himself in accordance with his means, and honor his wife and children by spending on them beyond what he can afford. 1. Lesson number 61. 4. When a person lacks faith in the sages, he never has the perfect counsel that he needs. He's always in doubt, and he's never certain about which course to take. For by lacking faith in the sages, for which a person is punished with superfluous waste material, his heart becomes fouled like a bathroom, which is where women take counsel, as Rav Elish said. Gittin, 45a. Thus, all of his plans and decisions are sheer foolishness, and he cannot firmly resolve in his heart as to how to act in any matter. 5. Anyone who scoffs at holy books that follow the teachings of our holy Torah is also punished in boiling excrement. Such a person is unable to derive and to receive correct, practical instruction from his studies, and he is constantly plagued by indecision until he fully repents for this shortcoming. Then all of the above is rectified. 6. For a person who is already steeped in this superfluous waste material, there exist waters that purify him from this filth. As expressed in the verse, I will sprinkle pure water upon you, and from all of your idolatry I will purify you. Ezekiel 36.25 These waters are the waters of opposition and conflict, what is called pelugta in Aramaic, as in the verse, the stream, peleg, of God is full of water. Psalms 65.10 The explanation for this is that the opposition that a person experiences induces him to repent and to correct the deficiency in his faith in the sages. For the main cause underlying the opposition that a person experiences is a lack of faith in the sages. And the greater his lack of faith, the more vehemently he is opposed. Therefore, through opposition, a person can reflect upon how his faith in the sages might be lacking, and he can return to belief in them, by which he can rectify all of the above. There are, however, tzaddikim of the generation, whose faith is undoubtedly perfect, and yet they still suffer opposition. This phenomenon is described in the verse, He bore the sin of the many, Isaiah 53.12, whereby the tzaddikim suffer the pain of opposition due to the people's lack of faith in the sages. Through the opposition that the tzaddikim suffer, they rectify faith in the sages for the vast majority of people. The master of prayer. Meanwhile, there was a land that had great wealth. Everyone there was wealthy. This land, however, had very strange and unusual customs, since everything was made dependent on wealth. Thus, a person's status and worth were determined solely on the basis of his wealth. One who had thousands or ten thousands in cash had a certain rank, while others who had different amounts had a different rank. The entire order of social rank was thus determined by the amount of money that each one had. According to their constitution, the one with the most money was king. The people there had banners. There was one banner that denoted a certain amount of money and a certain rank associated with that banner. For a different sum of money, there would be a different banner with a different rank associated with it. Thus, a person with one degree of wealth would have a banner conferring one rank, and one with a different degree of wealth would have a different banner conferring a different rank. 
Each person's rank and status was thus determined by but how much wealth letters, he had. Year one, letter number one thirty-five. With thanks to God, Monday five five nine four. My dear beloved son, I received your letter today and I really enjoyed it. I also received one in Heisen, and as a result, I did not travel by way of the village. At this point, I have no idea how anything is going to turn out. God will do what is good and bring everything to a good finish in accordance with His will and the will of the true tzaddikim. May their merit protect us. According to your letter, you will soon be here, so I will not go on. It is time for the afternoon prayers anyway. Thank God who had the carrier of this letter come my way. I have been waiting to write you this letter for two days now. I also received a letter from Petersburg, and I was pleased. God willing, we will talk about everything face to face. In all these things, you can see what is taking place in the world every day, and how it is impossible to have any life at all except through the holy words of our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe. From Him alone derives the holiness of the salt that seasons the bitterness of the world. Without this, it would be impossible to live or exist at all. Lakute Muharan 1, 23 Happy are we to have at least been worthy of knowing the source of our vitality and who it is that animates us and all the worlds. Most of the world has not merited this. The words of your father, waiting to see you soon in life, health, and joy. Reb Nussin's Letters, Breslin. Year 2, Letter Number 373. It is impossible to write anything at all right now regarding our future business endeavors until I speak with the aforementioned Reb Nachman Tulchiner face to face. From the sound of your letter... We ought to be able to engage in this, though in a totally different way from what I had thought. There are many thoughts in a man's heart, but the plan of God will stand. I repeat my request that you carry out my words, because time is short, and each day brings many expenses. Salvation is in God's hands. Warm greetings to my dear friend, the learned, distinguished, and illustrious Reb Abba, may his light shine. I already sent you a letter through Reb Leib, as I said above. Please do as I have asked. There is no time now to go on with words of truth. I already mentioned a few things above, and this was also meant for you and for all our comrades. An intelligent person will understand for himself how to fortify himself constantly through everything that comes upon him. God is great and very exalted indeed. Great are the tzaddikim, as we merited to hear of God's great and limitless kindness through our master, teacher, and rebbe of sainted memory. Through them, meaning the tzaddikim, Everyone will be saved, in this world and the next, forever. Nasan, the same. Letter number 374. With thanks to God, Tuesday, Yitro, 5602, Breslov. Warm greetings and blessing to my honored dear friend, the learned, distinguished, and illustrious Rav Avram Ber. May he live, along with all his children, may they live. Life, peace, and all good to all our dear comrades. You should know, my dear friend, that I arrived safely home for last Shabbat, Shabbat Shira, on Thursday night, and I found your letter and the letter from my friend Reb Abba, son of Reb Shmuel. May his light shine. I read them carefully a second and third time, and I stood there absolutely amazed. For I saw the hand of God and His wonders, and the way that He directs things with me and with you. How great are God's deeds! His thoughts are very deep. I will now relate a tiny fraction of this to you. The fact of the matter is that on several occasions in Uman I entertained the idea of making the journey to you. But there are many thoughts in a man's heart, but God's plan will prevail. In addition to this, bad road conditions did much to deter me, and I did not have anyone with a passport who could accompany me. 
These days there are many guards on the roads who ask to see passports, and it is impossible to travel without one. All the same, if your letter had reached me in Uman, I certainly would have found some way of making the journey. By the hand of God, though, your letters to Uman never reached me until I arrived home. Then I found them in my house, after they had been sitting there for over three weeks. At home they were expecting me to come any day, and really this was my intention. Our friend Reb Nachman also wrote a letter to Tolchin when I set out for Taravitsa on Wednesday, Vayigash, to the effect that I would soon be returning home. But I stayed in Taravitsa for a second Shabbat. This was partially due to the poor condition of the roads, but mostly because of the enormous desire of our comrades there to have me spend more time with them and to speak the words of the living God, which flow forth from the Rebbe's teachings. I subsequently decided to stay in Uman until Erev Rosh Chodesh Shavat. There was also a long delay in the mail because the postman committed a crime against Reb Naftali, may his light shine, and opened his letters. As a result, my son waited before sending me any more letters care of him, and for about two weeks the letters did not come to Uman with any kind of regularity. It all happened through God's supervision, Hashgacha, because now the situation is already back to the way it was before, and Reb Naftali is receiving the letters just when he should. So, through all these events, God arranged it that your letters should be held up and would not reach me until the day Shemot I arrived home. B'nai Menashe, Asriel, Peresh, Sharesh, Ulam, Rakem, Bedan, Ishhod, Aviezer, Machla, Shemida, Achyan, Shechem, Likhi, Aniam, B'nai Ephraim, Bered, Tachat, Elada, Tachat, Zavad, Shutelach, Ezer, Elad, Beria, Refach, Reshef, Telach, Tachan, Ladan, Amihud, Elishama, Nun, Yehoshua, B'nai Asher, Pirzayit, Yaflet, Shomer, Chotam, Shua, Pasach, Vimhal, Ashvat, Achi, Rahega, Shaba, Aram, Ben Helem Achiv, Tsofach, Yimna, Shelesh, Amal, Suach, Charnefer, Shual, Veri, Yimra, Betzer, Hod, Shama, Shilsha, Yitran, Era, B'nai Yeter, Yifune, Fispa, Ara, B'nai Ula, Arach, Chaniel, Reb Prayers, 1, Prayer number 113. 123. Fortunate are those whose way is perfect, who walk with the Torah of Hashem. I will concern myself with attaining integrity. When will it come to me? I will walk with a simple heart within my house. Sincerity and uprightness will guard me because I have hoped in you. I will walk with sincerity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. Master of the world, you are filled with compassion. You are perfect in your deeds. Be pure and perfect with those who are pure. Have compassion on me and help me become truly simple, binding oneself to the tzaddikim. Help me connect myself wholeheartedly to tzaddikim and to the worthy, pure-hearted people of the generation who serve the true tzaddikim and receive from them a true and straight way of life. May I throw away and nullify all of my cleverness, intellect, and mind as though I have no intellect at all. May I do everything that they say, whatever they declare. May I not turn aside, right or left. Master of compassion, have compassion on me. Rescue me from every type of confusion and inauthentic, this-worldly wisdom. May my heart not spend any time on these. May I never turn aside from the words of the holy true tzaddikim who guide us with compassion and purity in accordance with the ways of the Torah that we receive from Moses, the ways of simplicity. Guard me and rescue me from every type of heresy and degradation of faith, 
that comes from this worldly wisdoms. Bring me to the ways of simplicity so that I will attain true, complete faith in you and fulfill your entire Torah with love, truth, and a whole heart for my entire life. May, I, may my heart be whole in your laws so that I will not be ashamed. You are Hashem, God, who chose Abram and took him out of Orkazdim and changed his name to Abraham, and you found his heart faithful before you. Abraham walked before you wholeheartedly because he was the first of all true believers who serve you wholeheartedly with simplicity and complete faith. In his merit, and in the merit of all the true and wholehearted tzaddikim, have compassion on me. Help me start from this moment on to walk in your ways wholeheartedly and simply, with truth and complete faith. Remove the stubbornness of my heart, so that my heart will not stray after the meaningless wisdoms that abound in the world, which confuse a person and prevent him from thinking about his ultimate end and from coming close to you. Help me destroy and remove all these wisdoms from my heart. May I know my foolishness and what knowledge I lack. I am more of an animal than a human being, and I lack human understanding. I am a beast, and I do not know anything. I have been like an animal with you. I said that I will be wise, yet it is far from me. Have compassion on me so that I will not fool myself with any this-worldly wisdoms, which cause a great deal of confusion. May I truly and wholeheartedly fulfill all of the words that come from the mouths of our true rabbis, as I nullify my mind and intellect before them entirely, as though I have no intellect at all, which is truly the case. May I fulfill the verses, Be wholehearted with Hashem your God, and Hashem, who will sojourn in your tent, who will dwell upon your holy mountain, a person who walks upright and acts righteously, and who speaks truth in his heart. Have mercy on me and save me. Help me attain everything that I seek from you, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer.